Grow Your Bottom Line, hosted by LaDawn Townsend, is a weekly podcast and business show. On this episode... You want to create momentum right now to build the end of this quarter so it will push you into Q2 so you can stick to your Q2 goals to keep you on track for the year. All coming up next... Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our latest podcast where we're talking about sticking to your Q2 goals. Now, we are at the time of this publication, we are entering March, the end of quarter one for most companies, if you're tracking January through December as your annual year. And as companies prepare for their Q2, there's always a reflection and a moment to take a look at where are you at as of end of Q1. And the question comes up, should you adjust the goal? And I want to talk about that today because there is a availability and there is a benefit to being able to assess where you are at and adjust accordingly. But what I want to talk with you about is how do you redefine that adjustment? So for those of you that this is your first time joining on the podcast, thank you so much for being here. I'm LaDawn Townsend, CEO and founder of The Voss Group. We are a strategic advisory firm that we focus on one thing, that is growing your top line and bottom line number, specifically your sales and your profit. So when it comes to looking at and sticking to your Q2 goals, you're already going through assessing where you're at as of today But when you think about making an adjustment, here is where I want you to redefine it. The first thing in taking a look at adjusting the goal is, are you adjusting the goal to accelerate or are you adjusting the goal to retract? When we think about whatever your annual goal is, let's say that you want to increase your company um, by 25% and you want to go to, let's say, 20 million this year. In that assessment of how to hit the goal, there are a few key factors that you're looking at to push you from Q1 into Q2. The first thing that you're looking at is have you established your strat plan, your game plan, number one. Number two, do you have connections with your potential customers or with your existing customers that are solid and ready to close? So when you're taking a look at what your annual goal is, where you're at today, how do you use Q1 to push you into Q2, look at those two things. Is your strat plan clear throughout your entire organization? Do you have potential prospective clients that you've been talking to as an overall organization over the past few months that you can close? Because this is how you assess how do you adjust going into Q2. If as of today, there are no prospects that are close to closing, then what I would recommend is to accelerate your goal into Q2 and not retract the goal, meaning keep your 20 million as your new number. Don't drop it to 10. Most times when we're looking to retract, what happens is not only is there a shift energetically within your organization, stick with me, we're not talking rainbow and butterflies, but the shift that happens within the energy of your organization is if your team is not clear and if they see goals being adjusted constantly from being a high goal and then withdrawing down, then it's sort of like a start and stop with the engine. You're, you're in the car with your foot on the gas and the brake at the same time. That is how your people are feeling. 
We've talked before about having hunters in your organization. A true hunter just needs to know the goal and then let them go and hit the goal. But if the goal is constantly moving back and forth, it is hard for them to adjust. Therefore, they become disconnected in what the sales goal is and disconnected in the commitment of your company. Not to say that they won't leave, but eventually it will start to show up in their work. So if there are no prospective clients that are close to closing now, and if there are no sales uh, potentials coming from existing customers to deepen and deepen and widen your existing customer base, all is not lost. What I would say is still keep your goal and it is now time to put full pedal to the metal. Now, you know, I use metaphors. What do I mean by that? I mean that in this very, very early stages of the end of Q1, take a look at what I call your top of house possibilities. And we're going to talk more about that in just a few moments when we return. Where do business leaders go to receive the latest news, support and tips on revenue growth, market expansion and leadership development? It's all found in the Revenue Report, a quarterly publication for executives, business owners and their teams. To learn more, visit bossgroup.org. Now let's resume our program. Your top of house possibility is taking a look at, okay, so we don't have the potential clients. We don't have the existing clients ready to sign. Let's take a look at who are our best clients that love our service, love our product, uh, our referral fans of ours um, are always giving comments about our work. They're engaged with us. They give good feedback. Number one, number two, who are potential clients that you know, even if they don't agree, that you can impact their life or business with whatever your product or service is. So if you don't have the potential clients or the potential new deals at the ready, create it by creating a sense of urgency to fill the void. And that's looking at the top of house possibility. It is taking a look at all of your salespeople, their funnels, what they've been working on, and everyone comes together for a 15 minute huddle. The directive that you give your team is this. Their directive is that they need to come with these two categories. Who do they know in their pipeline that they can impact their business or personal life, whatever your product or service is, even if they haven't closed it, even if the people have said no, even if they've said stop calling, even if they've said all of these things, you want them each to pull out a handful of those leads. Number two, go to your operations, your customer service leaders, who are customers that are constantly giving good feedback, who has given good feedback once, who's calling in and is engaged with the customer service people, who have mentioned anything about the service they've provided, who's given a, a referral or a testimonial about our product or service. You want to fill the void by looking at top of house, what's in your house, what is in your house that you can then take that, bring it into a conversation to fill the void. Because in order to hit your goal for the rest of this year, it is not that business is going to come to you or opportunities will come to you. You must go out and find the opportunity. Now, what happens when you find this opportunity? What happens when you identify the prospective clients? What happens when you identify the current clients that love your services, that could potentially buy more products or services so you can deepen and widen that relationship? It is a very simple conversation. And this is where I see in a lot of organizations, the actual dialogue around a sales conversation gets very muddy. I want you to make this really simple for your team. And even as a leader listening to this, 
I would encourage you that you make the call. The call could go something like this. Sam, this is LaDawn. I want to thank you for being a valued customer. And I've just noticed that this is either A, my first time personally calling you, or B, we haven't spoken in quite some time. Do you have just a few minutes to speak with me? Is this a good time? You want to get that permission first, right? We're going down to some basics with the sales conversation. I know, but stick with me. The next piece that you then want to talk through with them is to say, Sam, I see you've been a customer X amount of years, months, weeks, whatever. My customer service leaders have informed me of the great feedback you've given about your interaction with us. So Sam, I want to ask you today, what else can we do to provide you with great service? What else do you need that we can help you with? Now, this is where you have to be willing to hear out from the customer what do they need. So if you are a construction company, you just finished a project, you just finished a deal, the building is already done, you would think, most people would think that the deal is already done. No, Sam has other referrals, Sam either has another project in the pipeline. The point is you want to get in front of the business and ask for the business before they even know that they need you. So when they know that they need you, it's already top of mind. Now that doesn't mean that you don't continue to follow up. This means that in order for you to get that business business, you have to ask for the business. Some of the things we do in our company is we find opportunities and bring the opportunity together with the right partner. So it could be a company that is looking to expand, but has never even thought of a particular city or region. And so we'll present that to them. So you have to look at new ways to fill this void. A similar conversation will be had with prospective clients. As the CEO, COO leader, again, you want to create momentum right now to build the end of this quarter so it will push you into Q2 so you can stick to your Q2 goals to keep you on track for the year. The same thing, you would call up Julie. Julie, this is LaDawn. I know that you've been talking to David on our team. Um, he's told me that right now is not a good time for you to engage with us. I just wanted to reach out to you and say, A, thank you so much for engaging and having that conversation. And B, could you share with me a little bit more why now is not the right time? Is there anything that I can do as the leader of this company in order to help you in this decision? Is that bold? It is bold. But people want to do business with those that have a vision for something bigger. We've talked before about the customer experience, the next journey with your customers. All of that experience starts in the sales conversation. When you're talking to a potential client and maybe they think you only offer widget A, maybe your salesperson didn't see the bigger picture of what's available. When you can shift into being able to have a dialogue and conversation that as the leader, you're talking with this fellow leader, it could shift things and make the dynamic of the potential sale change. So these are two activities I would say today, work with your sales team, work with your operation team. It is a all hands on deck movement to identify these two groups of companies or customers or potential customers to fill the void that you're filling right now. Now, if you are in a position, you're on the latter end. You do have potential clients that are ready to sell. You do have new customers that are ready to resign or purchase more product. That's amazing. Here's my question to you. When should they close? Have a hard date as to that. And number two, who's next? Who is next? If you are so close to hitting your Q1 goals right now, then that means it tells me a little bit that the goal probably could have been higher and be who's next. 
because it's always the next one that comes in. It's always who could be the next one. If you're not talking in this, this type of dialogue with your sales team around who's next, it will get them comfortable in just that initial sale. Even if someone is closing a deal that'll meet their sales goal for the year, you still need to be able to say who's next. When we continue to move and have this energy of who's next, it will continue to pump in new business to your organization. Because as you know, sales, it doesn't stop. The growth of the organization doesn't stop. There is never too much surplus. <laughs> there is never too much surplus. You can always have that. So let me end with this. How does this help you stick to your Q2 goals? As you can tell by now, this is all about building momentum and sticking to the momentum, number one. Number two, your team at all levels in your organization need to see you pushing and playing at a higher frequency. And this is definitely a higher frequency. When you tell a sales organization that may have already hit their goal for this, this quarter, okay, who's next? It's not saying they haven't done a great job. It's not saying that we're glad we hit, hit that number. What we're saying is we don't want to rest on our laurels. We don't want to rest on past success. We want to keep the momentum going because leaders that are looking to work with leaders want to see that. And also from your customer, it shows them that you're not just resting on the sale of yesterday or on the relationship built yesterday. You're wanting to continue to build that relationship. All of this will help you push into momentum for your Q2, which will help you stay on track for hitting your annual goals this year. I'm LaDon Townsend, CEO of The Boss Group. As you listen to this, if you have found that this is an area that your organization needs support, then reach out to us to schedule a complimentary needs assessment call with our strategic advisors. You can do that by visiting vosgroup.org or call us directly at 1-213-290-3286. Until we talk again, I'm cheering you on to success. Thanks for sticking to the podcast today. Make it a great one. Before you go, make sure to subscribe to this channel and leave a review. We look forward to hearing your feedback on this episode. Also, are you receiving a copy of the Revenue Report? Then we invite you to join the Voss Community, a private members-only online area for business leaders. To learn more and to receive your copy of the Revenue Report, visit vossgroup.org.